Welcome to Camping Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven podcast, where we talk about 7th Heaven episodes. Yes. So, in this particular episode, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 18 of 7th Heaven. The title is My Kind of Guy, or My Kind of Guy, I guess. They were being clever. clever. Um, or if you are in France, this episode is called The Foreign Student. Or if you are in Germany, the title of the episode is People Communications. Mm-hmm. So, um, our IMDb user summary is French exchange student Guillaume Guy Guy. <laughs> damn it. Need a host family stat. So, Eric volunteers his without consulting anyone. Only the teenage daughters approve, given the French lover's reputation. That's also why Matt worries and volunteers as chaperone, only to find his date Michelle prefers Paris memories to plain Matt's company. It's worst for Simon, who has to move back with Ruthie so long and gets tempted by her, yet blamed alone, to smoking the cigarettes they find in Guy's luggage. Yet Guy is the first to lose his patience with all those stupid Americans. So, what was your... I know you had a lot of feelings. I had a lot of feelings about this What was your first impression of this episode? Um, So, I think thus far in my seventh heaven viewing... This, for me, has been the cringiest episode to watch. Um, I spent most of the episode hiding behind my notebook because I didn't want to watch it and I didn't want to know what was going on. Um, There were a lot of elements in this episode that made me squeal and just made me very, very uncomfortable. (laughs) This was a great episode. (laughs) Even thinking about it, like, memories are making me feel uncomfortable. and Not good. But, um, eh. I think... uh, Aaron and I were talking about this earlier that they, like, so obviously from the summary we can gather that there's a foreign exchange student and he's from France, and they tried to use all these foreign, uh, all these, like, French stereotypes. Um, yeah, and, like, I don't think necessarily, because in the end, of course, there is, like, a bit of a lesson, I guess, in which that was, like, oh, people from one particular country aren't all the same. Like, obviously, people are individuals and shouldn't be, like, judged based on um, the behavior of, like, certain... um, I I find this particularly um, poignant now. People shouldn't be (laughs) based upon what the uh, other people in their country are doing. Right, Um, yeah. Um, Because at the end, I think you mentioned this, that um, Simon... Set, like, says some, he says something that's like, not all Americans are like that. And then Guy says, yeah, but you are right. like that. So, And um, I think Annie does the same at her, in the end because she's like, you would think the French who gave us cheese and Depardieu and, and Monet. Bordeaux. And all these other like French things and the Statue of Liberty. But then it also <laughs> gave us Guy. Um, I guess the point is that like neither the Camdens or Guy are... Model like, citizens of no, their country. Or like... Not like they're not. There's nobody that's like in the wrong or in the right. I mean, they're both in the wrong, actually. Yeah, no, they're both absolutely wrong. Um, I guess we can get. So there's so, only really yeah, we'll one. Get, we'll get into it. It's all just gee. It's all just one storyline, so we can't even like break this up. Yeah. Um. So we'll get the cold open. Um. We start with some cereal hijinks. Uh. And I mean like cereal as in the food, not like <laughs> a serial killer. Um. The uh, Ruthie and Simon are looking for like the prize in the cereal boxes. And for some reason they have three boxes or two boxes and they're emptying them out to get the prize. The Rev comes in and they're like, oh, well, mom isn't home or something. And he just, I don't understand what this was. It was just to give them something to do to set up the scene, I guess. Um. And he comes in and he tells them that they are going to have a French 
exchange student come and live with them. Um, Simon and, wants to make sure he's not a spy. Yes, and then everybody else kind of, all the other kids kind of shuffle in. I forget, like Mary and Lucy. Matt comes in first. Um, Matt's upset about having to, like, take care of this quote-unquote Euro geek. Yes, I appreciated that. Um, Mary and Lucy come in. They're more interested in this because it's a guy from France, and he's around Matt's age. And, and as Matt older. says, in French years, he's 40. Yeah. Um, so... Um, but, like, uh, eventually he's like, oh, uh, clearly what we get is that nobody knows about this. And then Annie comes home with the groceries. And it comes up, yeah, that she, he never asked her about it. And she starts giving him all the reasons why she doesn't want an exchange student because she has to do all of, like, the homemaking and cook for an extra person now and do his laundry and whatever. Tight budget, uh there's, yeah, and he, she says something about it being our house, but she means that term loosely because clearly... He's making all the decisions. But I also, um, but, like, the Rev's, like, last-ditch appeal is that he's like, oh, if his, like, family that was supposed to host him dropped out at the last minute, and if he didn't, like, if we didn't take him in, he would have to go back to France. And I just wrote, like, what kind of shoddy right. exchange program is this where, like, families just, first of all, the people aren't, like, vetted. And then it's just like, oh, you have to go back if, if the family drops out. There's no, like, other, like, contingency plan. So I worked in, like, uh, this, like, foreign exchange kind of homestay thing uh, before, I w- before I started going to law school. And usually you have, like a, like, a plan. So if, like, a family backs out, you have backup families in place. So you're not just asking the reverend's family. Like, you have people that are ready to take somebody in. Well, yeah, like, and I, like, did a homestay, like, study abroad. And all the people that, all the families that we were replaced with were people who had been doing it for years and years. And, like, the school knew, like, weren't going to back out at the last minute. Um, So, um, and also, I don't think that the solution would be to send him home if he got there. Um, So anyway, and then, oh, and then... um, I, th- I wrote this down because it was, like, the last thing that Annie says. She was like, it's not like you to spring this stuff on me. And I wrote, except it totally is. The Rev is constantly, I didn't know if that was supposed to be, like, a joke. Um, <laughs> or, like, sarcasm? Yeah. So. I think that brings us basically into after the opening credits and uh, the doorbell rings. Um Annie and Rev are talking about how, uh, when, like, Annie's like, when is he coming? And the Rev's like, oh, sometime. And then the doorbell rings. Uh, and then we meet Guy. Um, Guy is played by, surprise, surprise, not a French man. Uh, his name is Stephen Roy, and he's Canadian, so I guess it's as close well, to Well, at French. first, apparently IMDb has two different right. actors playing this role, and the first one that you thought it was was, was from Michael, Seattle. Yeah, Michael Cuneo, who uh, is known for, or who I like recognize Motocross. from Motocross, the movie, the Disney Channel original movie. But no, Stephen Roy um, has not done anything of note. Or if he has, I don't really care about it. So yeah, well, it was just funny because um, well, that, that would just be just like Seventh Heaven to have. It's not funny, but <laughs> that's the incorrect word. Anyway, so Guy comes. Oh, and- I did. Yeah, okay. So Guy's there, and he comes, and he's very charming, and he has um, a bottle of Bordeaux for the Camdens. Which again, this is such an I hate this inconsistency about the where alcohol. they're drinking, right. they're not drinking. They seem pretty excited about it, and then Annie is drinking the bottle later, um, and then he, after Annie walks away with the he bottle, he also of gives wine, Annie a box of chocolates. Yeah. Oh, yes. And then after Annie walks away with that stuff, wait, sorry. Before she does, he he does. 
Well, it's important. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it, impor- it's important. Oh, he says she looks like a model. Yeah, he says it's it, it's like so surprising to me that you're a mother of five children yet you look like you belong on the cover of like a fashion magazine. So like clearly he's he's laying it on thick. Trying oh, to charm the family. And then there's also the, these awful Franglish exchanges where, like, the, the Camdens will respond with, like, we or merci, and it's painful. Um, he, so that, that goes on throughout the episode. Gives, so then he gives the Rev a box of cigars. And Cuban cigars. Cuban cigars. And the Rev smells them and looks absolutely intoxicated by the scent. Right. And then... He, the Rev is like, oh, but I don't smoke. And I was like, well, how do you seem... You seemed pretty into these cigars a minute ago. Um, Guy made fun of the fact that he was able to smuggle them in. Not something he'd be able to do now. I mean, I guess maybe he could. Do you because, need to smuggle them anymore? Because, right. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. We're in a different America well, yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what'll might, happen. Maybe in the future we'll revert back to <laughs> smuggling. Um... So then, like, all the kids come down, and it's kind of like a lineup sort of thing. Well, first we have the girls. Or the girls. Ruthie, Mary, and Lucy. Ruthie as the is, like, the only one, I think, in the episode who really dislikes him from the start. Uh, because he said... Ashan- well, she, he says, like, something like, Ashante. No, he says, bonjour. Oh, um, yeah, Because the Rev is like, this is Ruthie, and then Guy says, oh, bonjour, <laughs> bonjour, Ruthie. And Ruthie says, this is America. Speak English. And this is this was on our vine. Uh, I don't know if it's still there. So next it's Mary, and she's ver- she starts being like, hello, my name is Mary, except very loudly and in his face. And, and the Rev says, uh, he's French, not, not deaf, deaf, and uh, he speaks English. Uh, and then Lucy, who has to upstage everyone, uses, like, the first three phrases of French she learns from French class. Which is, hello, my, my name, name is, how, how are, are you? you? And then he answers, uh, like, ça va, and I think, like, the thing is, like, you're supposed to respond back. But no, she, she said ça va, and then he said ça va bien, and then, like, they were all just sitting there, like... Then, then I was yeah. like, Lucy doesn't know no, any more French, so yeah, that's exactly. it. Um, and that's the end of that. Uh, I think he then, like, they, we leave that, and we, we the Rev decides to go and figure out what to do about that, like, rooming situation. So as we know, most recently, I think right in the last episode? Yeah, um, um, if, if not last episode, two the, episodes ago. Simon moves out of Ruthie's room and into Matt's room, and Matt moves up to the attic. But... We're right back here where Simon is moving back into Ruthie's room to accommodate Guy. Um, yeah. And then I think Guy makes his way upstairs where he's introduced to Matt and Simon. Um, Simon takes a liking to him immediately because he has a laptop. <laughs> and I thought the first time, I distinctly remember the first time I watched this episode. Well, maybe not the first time I watched it, but this past year when I watched it, um, I was thinking that Simon had all kinds of sinister plans for this laptop because he starts chatting up Guy right away and he's like, oh, I can show you like chat rooms. Yeah, chat rooms and like uh, you can meet chicks online. And it's like Simon apparently has been online dating. Um, And uh, so that like and Guy is like, okay, yeah, you can use my laptop. And then Matt comes in. Well, before that, I just want to say something that's really strange about Guy. Uh, he is averse to using the internet. He's like, the internet is too complicated and confusing for me. I just, <sighs> like, why else do you have a laptop if not for the internet? I mean, even in 1998, like, 
What do you do? Like, do paint? Go, go, like, or play Minesweeper? Maybe he plays Mavis Beacon, teaches typing. I really <laughs> liked Mavis Te- Beacon, teaches typing. Or Pinball. Or Matt Bla- ba- Math Blaster. Or the or, Oregon or Trail. Trail. Or there, w- there was one with the Amazon Rainforest where you had to find plants and animals. Oh, anyway. Um, no, or maybe he's just got, like, Disney Paint Shop or, like, whatever that was. <laughs> or the Encarta Encyclopedia. Um, All kinds of fun. Like, well, 1998 <laughs> computer things. Well, the other thing that we know, obviously, since it's 1998, they don't have any Wi-Fi, and the only way you can use the internet is through a modem. Dial-up. Yep. Yeah. Um, which, this is... Uh, Simon says something about Guy connecting his own modem. Is that a... Th- like, if, if the Camdens don't have a hookup in their house... They can't, right? I'm not. Well, I don't, I'm not really a good. An the way expert. that it's supposed to work is like I think it just goes into the jack that your phone goes into. <clears throat> oh yes, that is how it used to work. I see. So um, okay, because the, like ten years later, it's like 2004, and the Camdens are still complaining about like not having internet. So I thought this was like a continuity thing, and also how does Simon know so much about the internet if they don't have the internet? The internet? Um, the, then Matt comes in and Matt being the ultra American guy that he is decides to, um, greet Guy by saying howdy, which I've never heard come out of Matt's mouth ever before. Um, Matt and, uh, Guy kind of hit it off right away too. Guy says that he met two sisters or roommates that were just flight attendants, flight attendants. Right. But they were French flight attendants and he got their contact information and maybe they could go out on like a double date together. Uh, Matt is going on a date with a girl named Michelle tonight, so he can't, but he's up for it tomorrow night. So everything's great. Um, and I don't even know what... what oh, oh, he goes into the bathroom. Right, yes. And um, he runs he into said, Ruby. Yeah, he says he wants to like freshen up before dinner. Um, and he goes into the bathroom, and he goes to the window, and he takes out a cigarette, and he opens the window, lights the cigarette, and says... Stupid Americans. So clearly we already have a bit of a divide here. Uh, he's putting on some sort of act for the Camdens, and the Camdens are currently buying it, except for Ruthie. Yeah, I think, well, yeah. Actually, in the beginning, they're, like, nothing but nice to him. Yeah. So let me just say, maybe Ruthie's just very intuitive and is good at reading people. Um, so... Anyway, we have a scene. Um, Mary and Lucy getting ready for dinner. Yeah, we where Mary and Lucy are fighting over Guy. First, they both say like we should treat him like a brother because he's living under the house, like under the roof, the roof under the house. He's and, not living under the house. <laughs> and then you know, Mary says something like, "Oh, I know you want him." Um, or wait, I don't know who says that. Lucy, Lucy says, says that. Uh, oh, because Mary is like. This conversation is going on, and Lucy's on her bed with like a magazine, and Mary is at the closet, and she's pulling out like all different outfits or just shirts to change into for dinner. And Lucy is like, "Why are you getting like ready? You know, why are you freshening up for dinner or whatever?" Um, I also thought this was weird because Guy had complimented the sweater that she had been wearing earlier, and then she was changing out of it, and she was like, "Oh, I'm sweaty from basketball," but Lucy was like, "I know you want him." She uh, wants to take a compatibility test to see if her and Guy are meant to be. But I don't understand the point of these tests if you don't take them with the guy that you're supposed to be, like, trying to figure out that you're compatible with. I think that they're entirely... Well, first of all, they're not real. They're well, entirely obviously. They're entirely one-sided, I believe. And it asks, like, what does he do when you do this? Oh, and, like, okay. it's supposed to be you being, like, perceptive. But um, Lucy's the least perceptive person, though. <laughs> and then Lucy also has these lines about, like, oh, do you think that... 
the French invented French kissing, I believe she says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, there's a reason it's not called Mexican kissing or, or Canadian kissing. Or, or Swiss kissing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's she might be on to something. Um, well, um, we also, I don't know where this scene comes in, but I think the Rev and Annie are talking about how it's going quite well. Annie calls uh, Guy cute and charming. Uh, Rev is kind of feeling like his territory is being like... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the Re- actually, the Rev says like, oh, you think he's cute. And then I don't know if he was like implying like, oh, Annie's going to like try to hit on him. But they end up realizing like, oh, Lucy and Mary are also going to find him cute. This is a bad idea. But obviously Ruthie comes in and shows that she's nothing like her two older sisters because she's like, he's a chauvinistic pig. (laughs) And And I'm like, like, I don't even think you know what that means. She says, I know what pig means. (laughs) Yes. Which I thought was good. I like was not Ruthie's biggest fan in this episode, but so far so good. (laughs) Um... I think then Matt Matt goes to the uh, goes on his date with Michelle. The Rev goes to church to work on his sermon, and everybody else is left at home. Uh, Guy and Lucy are in the love den. Uh, you wrote down this quote. I knew you'd come crawling back. No, um, when Lucy asked about what she what he what is, I just have written down. I knew you'd come crawling back. Oh, it's when Simon yeah. moves back into Ruthie's room, and then I wrote, there's a bullet point that just says internet. <laughs> Good. Such great note taking you you have. Um, I well, okay no. Um, so she wrote. Oh, so Lucy says, "What do French men consider to be the most beautiful part of a woman?" And then she's like, "The face, the body, or the brain." Yeah. And then Guy is like, "Oh, you've forgotten the most beautiful part. Like your French eyes. accent is so great. I know it's awful. It's the, um, but he's like eyes. The woman's eyes are the windows to her soul." Um, Lucy's very enamored. And I also was thinking, aren't people's eyes on their faces? faces so it, it's like included in that. Right. Um, what ends up happening out of the scene is Mary also comes down and uh, they decide, they end up going to the pool hall. It's this uh, back I don't. I don't understand this scene or the ones that come after it, the discussion of the taxi. Right. Because Matt is out and the Rev is out, so they're like, oh, we don't have a car. Um, and Guy is like, well, well, what about your metro? And they're like, what the fuck is a metro? And then he asks about the bus, and they're like, there are no buses around here. So he's like, why don't we take a taxi? And they're like, that's expensive. And he's like, don't worry, I'll pay for it. And they're like, the only time we were in a taxi was three years ago when we were visiting New York City with our parents. And I was like, this was a very impression. Lots of exposition right there. (laughs) Apparently this moment of riding in the taxi was like a big deal for the Camdens. Um... Ruthie then goes to, like, change, and... I'm, I'm not sorry, not Ruthie. Lucy goes to change, and we've seen kind of, like, him... Not flirting, but kind of letting Lucy think that he's interested in her. But then he actively makes a point of flirting with Mary by saying, I was kind of hoping that it would just be the two of us. Um, like, whispering into, into, his, into her ear. So... Whatever. Lucy goes and tells Annie, and Annie is like, you have to be home early. Lucy is the worst and throws a little fit. And she's like, oh, he's going to think I'm a baby if I have to be home by 10. A big baby. A big baby if I have to be home by 10 p.m. And I'm like, well, you're acting like like a big baby right now. So it seems uh, accurate. So they head to the pool hall, and while that's (laughs) happening, we have what I think is... 
the best yes. scene of this episode. Um, I think we're talking about the same thing. Um, well, okay, so Andy's we see Simon alone yes. in, the, in, in the Rev's home office, and he's, like, cracking up at the internet, and he's got, got the door closed, and it's very... Um, and then Annie he's walks on, in. He's, on, he's in a chat room, an internet chat room for The Tick. Yes, the comic. The yes. pe- people who like The Tick. Um, and he's, like, Annie's, like... I don't know. He just shows Annie, like, yeah, I can talk to, like, people wherever. It's the inter- the World Wide Web. And then she's like, oh, are there, like, chat rooms for people who are hosting exchange students? And Simon is like, there's a chat room for everything. So then they look up specifically um, French, French exchange, exchange students. Hosting French exchange students. And one of the active people in that chat room is someone whose username is Rev Camden. So um, original. Um, and... They, was it you, Aaron? Did you make the username Rev Camden? It was me. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I, I heard this. Annie's like, they realize that yeah. it's the Rev. And Annie is like, I'm going to call him and tell him we found him on the internet. <laughs> and they pick up the phone and it's like that. The, the dial tone. Yeah, yeah, that like crackling because dial up TBT. Um, TBT AOL. Yeah. And just to take it away with what. <laughs> oh, so so they decide to like. Have Simon this. is like, oh, you can chat privately. Right. Well, first, no, first, she, she says something like, I thought you were supposed to be working on your sermon. And then he realizes it's, it's Annie because it, her username is Annie C. And he, he calls her, hey, cyber chick. <laughs> Welcome to the, it, it, like, World Wide Web. And he, like, capitalizes World Wide, like, the double All caps. All, oh, oh. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's a proper noun. I wrote, actually, when I wrote it down, I did the same thing. <laughs> um, and... Then, like, Simon's, she's like, oh, I want to talk to him in private. So Simon sets up a private chat room. But the thing he does, uh, which I think we're supposed to, like, glean from, you know, being the audience and stuff, is that he puts the link for the private chat room in the public chat room they're already in. So she goes to it, and they start having, like, a very private conversation about their time in Seattle. And how Annie's clothes were wet and stuck to her body. And that he <laughs> kissed all of the raindrops off of her face. Because I guess it always rains in Seattle. Yes. But they're having, like, a very raunchy internet conversation. Or as raunchy as Seventh Heaven's going to get uh, conversation. It, it was... Oh, okay. So then we kind of cut away yeah. from this. So let's just go back to... Uh, because there's more good things yeah. to come in that storyline. Uh, at the pool hall. Um, okay. So we see Lucy, Gee, and Mary getting out of a cab. And Gee, like, lights up a cigarette... Or something. Yeah, oh, we've skipped some scenes. No, we haven't. Ruthie and Simon's whole deal. Well, we can get back to that though. But um, so the uh, all right. Th- I don't understand the um, like uh, fascination with the taxi, right? Because Lucy goes, "This is so Cosmo," and she's like, "Everyone is looking at us because they took a cab to the pool hall." And they apparently don't care that the guy that they're going to the pool hall with is, like, smoking. Although they're supposed to be Camdens, so, and holier than thou, so, but whatever. It's cultural. They probably just told themselves. Uh, they go inside, and they start playing pool. I think uh, he then, like, starts making the moves on Lucy by going, now, I have a personal question for you. Um, what do you think about a guy who, like, kisses on the first date? And Lucy never actually answers. Because I think Matt, Matt and Michelle show up. Uh, we find out that Michelle spent a summer in Paris. Uh, and 
What did you say? It's great to speak French with someone again. Yeah. Um, so basically, Guy steals Matt's date. Matt's date. Um, yeah. Uh, that's really all that. Yeah. It cuts away from that then. And then I guess we can go back to Ruthie and Simon. Um, so Simon is. Oh, after Simon, you know, you're right. Yeah. After um, Annie takes over Guy's laptop. Simon goes upstairs and he goes into the room where him and Ruthie are staying and she's not there. Um, and then he goes next door to the room where Guy is staying and Ruthie is going through Guy's suitcase. Um, and wa- and Simon is like, oh, you, I don't know, I think she says it was an accident or something. No, she said she's looking for some sort of ball thing, like one of her toys. Oh, her, yeah, like a ball, like bounced into his closed suitcase. Um, and then she pulls out um, a pack of cigarettes and there's like a very long. I don't. They go back and forth about. Um, Ruthie is like, "Oh, can you light this for me?" She I goes, can't. "Light it up, bro." Yeah, is what she says. I, but um, she's like, "Because I can't play with matches or whatever." And Simon is like, "You're not supposed to smoke cigarettes either." Um, and then she's like, "Oh, if I think Simon says no, so if, if Dad were here, he'd he make would you smoke the whole pack to teach you a lesson." And then she's like, "Oh, Matt would do the same thing, like because he's a real man too." Simon's like, "I'm a man." Anyway, the point is that Ruthie uses her like amazing manipulation skills. <laughs> to, beautiful. Yes, to get Simon to like 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 so the, they both end up smoking. Yes. Uh, so while they're smoking, though, Annie is having the time of her life. She's got the bottle of wine open. She's, She's having got the chocolate. chocolates out. Yeah. And the Rev is at his office, uh, like, playing with some paper clips. I don't know if that's supposed to be some sort of, like... I think it's some sort of, like, sexual thing. thing like, he's right. supposed to be, like, oh, I he's can't, so, like... like Wound up. up. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because he's just like unfolding all of the paper clips. But while this this private chat room conversation is going down, we are we see that it's not as private as the Kim, like Rev and Annie think it is. Uh, There are these two boys who have somehow found themselves in found their way into the chat room. Um, and they're like, we, I can't believe that they think they're in a private chat. <laughs> so it's two brothers. Uh, one of them is, well, they don't have names. They're just brother one and brother two. Uh, they're both Asian, which everyone was like, that's kind of racist. Um, a little bit. Well, I, I, <laughs> or not racist. It was, it was, ter- it was like no, stereotypes. No, it was because I thought I thought that they were like, had hacked their way in. Oh, oh okay. But I, I missed the part where you were like, oh, that the fact that any anyone could have gotten into right. it just by going like clicking on the link. Um, I thought it was like a stereotypical, like, oh, they just stay at home all day, like hacking into private chat rooms. One of the brothers is played by Marcus Toji, which you won't recognize by name, but he like is known for a lot of movies that he did in the 90s. He was in like Little Giants. I think he was maybe in Heavyweights. Uh, he did voices for like Hey Arnold, Rocket Power, Fillmore. Um, so, yeah. He was in Blade's World and Family Matters, all of these shows. Max Keeble's big move. Sure, probably. Uh, <laughs> no, he you're was. looking it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. He was also on an episode of Workaholics, apparently. I uh, believe it. Um, and so the like so they are reading into all these conversations, and we find out that they actually go to church on Sundays as well, and that it'll be weird going to sermons now, knowing all they know. Um, yes. And they're also very thankful for Guy because it w- if Guy wasn't there, this whole thing would have not happened. Yes. Um, that's really that. Ex- um, so back at the Camden house. Right. We're still um, at the Camden. Oh, yeah. We're still, yeah. Well, like yeah, it cuts just, back yeah, and yeah. forth. Um, Simon and Ruthie are like on the bathroom floor, like with headaches and 
like vomiting um, because they have smoked the cigarettes and they are children and they are experiencing their bodies. I guess it would probably be like nicotine poisoning. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what causes that in like, I don't know. So they're like, they open, oh God, they open the door to the bathroom and tell Happy to go get help because Happy is... Lassie. Yeah, and and standing, waiting outside of the bathroom door for them to emerge. Um, And Happy goes to Annie and does, like, the Lassie thing and does barks until... And Annie asks questions and Happy barks in reply. Um, So she runs upstairs and she sees them on the floor and she's like, it smells like smoke in here. Did you smoke... Oh, and the cigarette... or The cigarettes are, like, on the edge of the bathtub. Um, So she's like, oh, you were smoking cigarettes... She uh, finds out it, they're geese, geese cigarettes. Simon tries to tell her that it's all Ruthie's idea, but because Ruthie... Because it was. Yeah, but it, Ruthie's six, so she's like, it doesn't even matter because she's six years old and you're her older brother. Um, Ruthie is playing Annie, like, to the extreme. She, like, is pretending to be sick. Um, she, like, Annie tries to be like, why were you going into going through geese stuff anyway? And she's like, uh, can't, my head hurts too much. I can't come up with an answer for you right now. And so Annie kind of takes her to bed, and but while that's happening, like Annie's back is turned to her, and Ruthie kind of makes a face at Simon, being like, "Ha ha, yes, I'm getting away with this, and you're not." Um, so great. So, <laughs> yes, basically Ruthie is do well. So Aaron is you're the youngest child, right? Yes. And I'm not. I'm the oldest child. So this and kind of I became, have a very well. I have two older siblings, but the middle one is very gullible and easy to manipulate <laughs> well and i'm the oldest and i have two younger siblings and my younger sister who's the middle child manipulated the shit out of me and my parents to get her way all the time um so this i was on simon's side in this and you were on ruthie's side yes uh i was like if i was si- like if i was simon i would have like freaking hurt her but this i don't like see i would never sibling. manipulate the sibling that would hurt me <laughs> <laughs> um anyway while this is all happening, because Annie's no longer on the computer, uh, the two brothers who are like look like looking into the Camden's private chat have adopted a new screen name instead of Annie C. They're now Annie and are taking Annie's place in the chat room. And the Rev hasn't noticed because I mean they're not great with the internet, I guess. Yeah. So they haven't. I don't. <laughs> so for some reason, Annie like quote-unquote Annie, so the two boys have said something about the full Monty. So I guess, like, she's talking about getting naked. And <laughs> um, and he, the Rev's response being like, if you weren't my wife, my face would be so red right now. And so they decide to answer by going, I'm not going to call you, I'm going to call you Reverend Spice, Spice Boy, Boy from now on. And you said that the Rev was getting catfished by yes. these two, yes. like, middle school boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, back at the pool hall... Gia smoking indoors, which is another great throwback to the 90s. Or, yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel, can you smoke indoors anywhere anymore? Uh, Europe, Germany. Other than, and like South America, too. Like most other, I'm sure in Asia too, but um, in the United States, like, you know how some places, like, it started by with like smoking sections? Right, now and then it's, it's like, yeah. And also hotel rooms, they still, like, are there still smoking hotel rooms? Well, I remember when, like, you would still get the no smoking signs on planes. They still have those on planes. Well, on the really old ones. <laughs> oh, some like and also planes with ashtrays. Right. 
Um, but yeah, smoking indoors. Uh, basically, the Camdens are fed up with Guy. Uh, he's successfully stolen Matt's date. They are speaking in French the entire time. We gather at some point they might be talking about the Camdens. Cause yes, they, they definitely... I forget what he said. Um, I think he was like, bo- like I don't know. Um, anyway. So Guy says, don't worry, I'll handle, I'll take Michelle home. You should take the girls home because they don't want to be here anymore to Matt. So Matt's like, okay. Um, then I think, oh, then they get home and I'm pretty sure this is the next thing. Yeah. Um, Annie tell, like scolds the girls for being late and asks Matt why he's home so early. Then they kind of give the situation, and Annie runs back to the computer and tells the Rev that he needs to... Well, she tries to call him first, forgets about the internet. And then she tells him that he needs to We call have a problem, yeah. Yeah, no, she's like, we have a problem, you need to call. And then the next thing we get is the Rev walking into the pool hall, so presumably off camera, the Rev and Annie have spoken and been like, whatever. So he goes I, to the pool hall, and I don't think... I bet I what I really wanted from that scene though it was like such good like comedic opportunity for Annie to call him oh no for no, the Rev to be like the aren't Rev- I Reverend Spice Boy yeah or like for her to be like call me now and the Rev thinking ooh I'm about to have phone sex but like she's like <laughs> they would absolutely never <laughs> ever ever do that on this show um they are the raunchiest people in the world they literally tried to like be like they wouldn't be on the show it would all happen the raunchiest <laughs> people in the world I mean they are so horny all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they did, I mean, like, as the those, like, two brothers said... No this, wonder their kids are... Yeah, oh, yeah, there's a reason. But no, also, no wonder their kids are also like that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're all constantly on the prowl. Um, Back to the episode, though. Uh, actually, what actually happened. Um, I think he's still there with Michelle. Michelle ends up being, like, put in a cab back home. And uh, the Rev and Guy have a conversation. So I think... Guy basically, like, did a fine job of manipulating the entire conversation to go exactly how Um, he wanted it to. all he did, all I wrote was that he he just compliments the entire Cam fam. Yeah. And it was, like, very, I thought this was the most uncomfortable thing. Him going through every single family member and complimenting them uh, to the, and the Rev is just like, oh, okay, this guy is so great, or whatever. I well, don't he really tries to blame the fact that he's addicted to cigarettes on the tobacco industry and the fact that it targets France. Yes. Um, which is twofold funny for me because the new truth campaigns are all about how... Yeah, to the targeted that, advertising. And so I was just like, that's funny. It's relevant, I guess. Um, and then he... Tra- uh, but I actually do think, well, especially now, that's like very much... He didn't need to blame anything. That is like very much a cultural no, thing. Yeah, especially yeah. now, like when no one in the United States is smoking. But like in Europe the, and like basically every other continent um, and country, well, I don't know about like... Canada and Mexico, but <laughs> most other places are still smoking like they don't know what's bad for them. Um, um, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, he, but he, like, anytime I think the Rev, like, the Rev tries to be like, you, like, took Matt's date, uh, and then he was like, no, well, you know, I've been talking, I've been speaking in English for the last few days, and all I wanted was a chance to speak in, like, my own native tongue, so he got away with that, so, and then he's like, um, then the Rev's like, well, what about how you treated Mary and Lucy, and he's like, uh, no, I have a girlfriend, and I'm just a nice person, and I'm sorry that they read it the wrong way, and then, I think he does say something, too, he's like, oh, the French are known for, like, yeah. He yeah, he he like feeds into the like he, stereotyping that they set up for him. He'd like turn he turns everything that the rev has to like attack like cuz he starts with like the rev goes uh the cigarettes I can't have somebody smoking in my house and he's like yeah, that's right, but also 
your kid should not have been going through my personal belongings. And if I, yeah, and he's like, if I knew someone was going through my personal stuff, I wouldn't have. Um, like, left them left, where yeah. somebody would be, where it would have been found. And I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is one of the first times that I think somebody's, like, kind of back-talked or, like, like stood up to the Rev. I feel like every time the Rev goes and, like, at the end of an episode and, like, is there to save the day, everybody kind of, like, puts their head down and it's like, yes, Rev, you're right, Rev. But, like, well, Gee basically was just like, uh, I'm going to turn this right back around on you. It's because Gee is, you know, new to the neighborhood. He doesn't know that everyone just defers to this man. Um, but I really appreciated that because I felt like a lot of the times the Camdens are, you know, just get whatever they want and they're always right. Um, I think the end of the episode is really that... They go to the house and Guy is like, I have to... Well, Annie and the Rev are talking again about Guy. And it's like, the next day. Yeah. I don't know about, like, the things he... The way that the kids are responding to him or whatever. And the Rev is like, okay, Mary and Lucy will, like, cool it when I, once I tell them that Guy has a girlfriend in France. And then, um, I don't know. He's like, he was just talking to Michelle, so Matt shouldn't be angry stupid stuff and then but all the kids come in and they all have like something bad to say about him i think ruthie's like the loudest it's like oh when is this guy leaving or when is the pig leaving or something like that (laughs) yes and uh i think gee overhears this and he's like well i'm leaving now um and then the rev's like well it's time for everybody to apologize but nobody actually apologizes well he's like we're gonna do it in size order so like uh smallest to largest so like ruthie you go first and then simon is like i'm gonna go with her because um a lot of times her apologies don't really sound like apologies and this also resonated with me (laughs) um so they go like this is where the whole scene happens where i don't know ruthie just like keeps insulting Guy. so simon is like don't speak and he's and he's like i'm sorry we went through your things not all americans are like that and this one Guy is like yeah but you're like that so like what i don't know what you're trying to prove um, Lucy and Mary come in next. Uh, they apologize for acting how they did. Um, and he's like, are, they're like, please don't leave. You've only been here for a couple of days. And he's like, no, I miss my girlfriend. And he uh, starts talking all about like how they see each other every 24 hours when they're in France. And they were like, well, you could write her a letter or call her or whatever. And, he's and apparently like, he's already done these things. Because he said, wait, he's like, last, like, for the past few weeks. And they're also like, you only have a few weeks left. So, again, how long is this program and where was he before he was at the Camden's house that, like, did he get kicked out of his other? I don't know. So there's that. Matt just comes in and he's like, uh, okay, bye. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Guy's like, au revoir. And Matt's like. Whatever. <laughs> That's it. And then they're all in there in separate rooms, and Guy is walking out the well, hallway. Well, the Rev and Annie also, like, have one last attempt at trying to get him to stay, but Annie's not really, her heart's not really in it. And he's like, no, I, I'm homesick. I'm going to go home. And as he's walking out, he's like, he says, stupid Americans. And, and they all say, we, we heard, heard that. that. <laughs> and that's, well, that. Well, it ends with the Rev and Annie making out in front of a computer. Yeah. I don't know what else happened. Also, I just had a little note written down that I didn't. Oh, um, wait. They, f- they had to apologize to Guy because they had to foster international relations. This was the reason why. Um, they were like, everyone in France is going to hate everyone in the United States now because we've pissed yeah. off this one guy. And I was like, I hope not. Well, there's two things I wrote down that uh, I want to mention before we finish out. One is that um, 
during the conversation between Guy, Mary, and Lucy, um, Lucy's like, well, will you call and write to me? And he's like, yeah, of course I will. But obviously, I don't think he will. <laughs> and all, two, he also says, we'll always have Glen Oak. Yeah. Yes. Which, what? Because you mentioned this earlier. You were like, is Glen Oak really a destination for foreign exchange students? Right. I still don't. Well, uh, we, like, that's obviously a play on the, like, well, you yeah, know, we'll always have Paris, Paris. But I think that, again, I don't even understand why Guy was in Glen Oak in the first place. Because yeah. what, who, <laughs> why, how, um, why would he want to go there? Like, they don't even have, like, not that, I, I, I'm isolating people. But, like, people don't study abroad and, like, I don't know. Usually well, they it's might. Like, yeah. They might. So I guess sometimes people do. But Glen Oak really has nothing to offer. Right. Like, we don't even know if it's near any, like, major city that might be. Or has some sort of different lifestyle that, like, it's just a suburb. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I was getting yeah. at. Like, who, what, where, and <laughs> and is he, supposed to, is he supposed to be going to school? Like, why? is They call, keep calling him a student. But... Well, he was only there, there for, for a weekend. weekend. Exactly. But we never actually get any details about like what what he's. St- I mean, it's high school, so and also he's supposed to be Matt's age. They keep referring to it as an exchange program, and I was like, is one of the Camdens going to go to France? So many questions. Uh, and the next thing I've written down is the Rev saying that he wished somebody had gotten something out of this, and and he's like, I liked his computer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's still he's left, and his computer is still on the desk. No, no, no that's uh, the Rev's computer. Oh, okay. He brought it home from the office. Yeah, and uh, well, that's, I hope the church doesn't own it because I wouldn't want to know what that browser history looks like. That's the end of the episode, uh, Aaron. What would you rate this? Oh, I'm I thought very highly of this episode. I'm going to give it like a five point five. Wow, that's high. Um, I just. I said I thought you know this is a great wait what did it, what was the highest rated episode the one we really both I think we gave mentioned. something a six or something oh okay because I was like this isn't the best episode but I I had a, I enjoyed it I don't have all of my ratings right now but um I think I'm gonna give this uh, two point five or three what uh I think I'll give it a you can't do that that's not no we're only doing half fine that's like trying to give something a zero damn okay uh give it a three you have to give it a three i'll give it a three yes (laughs) you've peer pressured me into giving it a three well anyway um follow us select screen nothing was really good in this episode i don't think maybe we'll do a screen cap of um the aftermath of the smoking in the bathroom Yes. Um, well, anyway, you can find those on our newly um, created Instagram, which is at Camden Cast Show, um, which is the same as our Twitter handle, which is also at Camden Cast Show. Follow us on there. Um, and obviously, like us on Facebook. Yes, and most importantly, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, and if you've forgotten, we have a Gmail. <laughs> Keep listening, start emailing. Whatever you whatever you want to do, guys, keep on doing the things that you're doing. On, yes. Keep on keeping on. Thank you. I'm Tanby. For listening. It's great. I'm Aaron. And this is Can't Be Cast. <laughs>